this evening, 2 Timothy chapter number 4. And uh, we appreciate the opportunity and the privilege to preach tonight and appreciate all the good testimonies um, tonight and um, appreciate the Lord helping us. Amen. And uh, my heart's been stirred and encouraged um, just sitting over there um, this evening. But I'm going to try to be a help to you um, tonight and um, look at one individual here um, in the Word of God in 2 Timothy chapter number 4. And uh, let's look together in verse number 9, all right? 2 Timothy chapter number 4 and verse number 9. We, of course, know that Paul is writing to Timothy, and uh, he is in prison. This is most likely the last uh, letter that Paul ever wrote. Uh, but we'll begin reading there in verse number 9, all right? The Bible says, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Cretans to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus. When thou comest, bring with thee and the books, but especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. Of whom be thou ware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. At my first answer no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. And I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. We thank you for the church. And Lord, we thank you for this place, this uh, local assembly, Lord, and what it means to our hearts. And I pray, God, that you'd help us, Lord, to, uh, Lord just to give a word of encouragement, Lord, uh, during this midweek service. I pray, Lord, that you would give us something, God, that we can be thankful for, Lord, that we can rejoice in. Lord, that will just help us along the way, uh, Lord, to help us until we come uh, this next little Lord's Day to your house. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do, and we ask you to work as only you can. We ask it in Jesus' name tonight. Amen. And amen. We come to 2 Timothy chapter number 4, and of course we know that Paul is writing... Uh, to Timothy. He was the pastor there um, at Ephesus and Paul is giving some final instructions to the man of God and uh, telling him some different things. He's informing him um, about the situation and he comes to uh, a list of their companions in the ministry and he tells them in verse number 9, he said, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. And then he says in verse number 10, For Demoth Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. He mentions this man by the name of Cretans. He mentions, of course, we're familiar with Titus. He mentions John Mark. He mentions Tychicus. He mentions some other people. He also goes on in verse number 14 to mention Alexander, Alexander the coppersmith. But there's one individual... Uh, that the Apostle Paul mentions, and I want to talk to you uh, for just a few moments about this individual, and you'll find him in verse number 11, where the Bible says, Only Luke is with me. Only Luke is with me. When we consider Luke in the Word of God, and it's uh, speculated that he was 
uh, possibly a Greek. He was, would have possibly been the only Gentile writer in Scripture. Uh, some people believe he was a Jew. That's neither here nor there, but it's just something to think about. But when we consider the personality of Luke and who he was, I want you to think about this. Number one tonight, Luke can be recognized as a brilliant man. Luke can be recognized as a brilliant man. He, after all, was a physician. He was uh, an educated man. But when we think about his brilliance and we think about the intellect in his mind, Luke gives us some things that no other writer in Scripture gives us. Number one, I think about this tonight. He's a brilliant man in his depth concerning the knowledge of Christ. Whenever we think about Luke and his writings, he gives us insight into the life and the teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ that we don't find anywhere else in Scripture. When you consider Luke's gospel tonight, there are six miracles and there are 19 parables that are only mentioned in his account of the gospel, how much we would miss out on, how, how many holes there would be in the gospel account if it had not been for this man by the name of Luke. And so we consider his depth of the knowledge of Christ, but then and when we come to the book of Acts, we consider his depth of the knowledge of the church. In the book of Acts, Luke points out to you and I the founding emphasis of the church, how God took a handful of men and God told them to wait in an upper room and they received the filling of the Spirit and the church was born. There in Acts chapter number 2, we move forward and he points out to us the forward emphasis of a church through the midst of persecution and through the midst of the fires of tribulation and through, through Nero and all of the persecution of Rome and other places. The church uh, rose to the occasion and, and she had faith and she grew in spite of the persecution had revival in spite of what the world was trying to do. And then finally, when we consider this, we think about Luke pointing out to you and I the foreign emphasis for the church, how God uh, took the Apostle Paul and how God took the Apostle Peter and he took the gospel to the Jew, but he used Paul to turn the world upside down and to take the gospel to the four corners of the world. We wouldn't know about any of that tonight if it had not been for the Spirit of God illuminating and inspiring the heart of Luke to put his pen to paper and to give you and I these accounts in the Word of God. And so we can conclude tonight that Luke is a brilliant man. But then secondly tonight, I want you to consider this, that, Paul, that Luke was a beloved man uh, to the Apostle Paul. He was a dear friend of Paul and a close companion with him on his missionary journeys. Luke being a physician, we don't know that when, when Paul was beaten and Paul was left for dead, we don't know that it wasn't Luke that mended those wounds and that tried to provide some healing and encouragement uh, to the Apostle Paul. And he was not only a brilliant man, but he was a beloved man to the Apostle Paul. And he tells us that in verse number 11 where he says, Only Luke is with me tonight. But then thirdly, can I say this? He wasn't only a brilliant man, he was a, a beloved man, but Luke was a brave man. 
Listen, being a physician and being a doctor and being an educated man, he didn't let persecution put the fire out in his heart. He didn't allow it to, to turn, tail, and run like so many others had. But listen, Luke was a man of faith and Luke was a brave man and he braved those seas with Paul and he braved all of those missionary journeys. And thank God, certainly he is a man who would have great reward in heaven because of his faith and because of his labor for the Lord. Amen. When we think about this statement tonight, we've all heard this, but, the, but we, we, we hear uh, this statement so many times in life and it goes like this. If a man has one true friend in life, he can count himself blessed. And for Paul, Luke was that man. I understand Paul had Timothy. Paul had Titus. Paul had other companions in the ministry, but at this point in his time, when it was in his life, when it was zero hour, when he knew that he was facing death, there was one man who stood with him, and that man was this man by the name of Luke tonight. Amen. I just want to talk to you tonight uh, on lessons from Luke's life tonight. Lessons from Luke's life tonight. I want to look at Luke in contrast with some of these other characters tonight. Number one, I want you to look at Demas with me tonight. Amen. The Bible says in verse number 10, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Now it goes without saying tonight that the allure of the world is strong in the lives of every individual. No Christian is exempt uh, from the pull of the world tonight. But listen, Luke withstood that pull and Luke withstood the sway of the world to remain with the man of God, to remain in the ministry and remain with the cause of Christ. But let's consider Demas tonight. Amen. Uh, Demas forsook Paul for the world. When we consider Demas and his personality tonight, I want you to think about his name. If you look at the root word, the Greek word Demas, that word, that name literally means popular tonight. Amen. It means someone who was popular. Maybe he had a bright personality. Maybe he, he had good charisma with people. Maybe he was somebody who had the gift of God. But even beyond all of those things, here's what we understand. That this was a man who had an eye for the things of the world. And it caused Demas to walk away. And it caused Demas to forsake the ministry. And he didn't just forsake the ministry. And he didn't just forsake Paul, but he forsook Christ tonight for the allure and the pull of the world. Here's what we have to understand in our service for the Lord tonight. There are some people that are going to leave and they're never coming back. Doesn't matter how many cakes you bake. Doesn't matter how many text messages you send them. Doesn't matter how many times you hit like on their Facebook post trying to get their attention and remind them of you. Listen, some people are going to forsake this thing and they're going to forsake Christ and they're going to forsake you. And there is absolutely nothing that you can do, do, do about that outside of pray for them. But there are some people who are going to walk out of those doors and it'll be the last time they ever enter them. Why did Demas leave? Why did Demas forsake of the church and forsake the ministry and forsake the man of God and forsake Christ? Demas left because of where his heart was tonight. Amen? Some people simply leave because they surrendered to the pull of the world. And sometimes as a preacher you get weary with people. 
You get weary with trying to pull people back in. You get weary with trying to steer them in the right direction. You get weary with trying to put the things of God before them. And and what we have to do tonight is that doesn't mean that we don't pray. And that doesn't mean that we don't labor. But what you and I have to understand tonight is people are going to do what people want to do. People's actions reveal what is in their heart tonight. Their works reveal their motives. People, oftentimes, we think about in the book of Acts, we think about Eutychus sitting there in the window, and the Bible says that he sunk down, and then he fell down, and then finally he was taken up dead as he fell out of that window, and he hit the floor as Paul was preaching until midnight there in the book of Acts. And listen, he sunk down, and then he fell down, and that's exactly how it happens tonight. It is a slow progression, and people fall in. Inwardly before they ever fall outwardly tonight. Demas forsook Paul for the world. Secondly tonight, I want you to see this as we hasten along. We not only look at this individual by the name of Demas, but there's another character of interest here in the text. Look in verse number 14. The Bible says, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. Paul has gone to not only just calling the names of his friends, But now he's calling the names of his enemies and he wants Timothy to be aware exactly who he is. Now Alexander was a popular name in those days, but he says, I'm not talking about Alexander the baker. I'm not talking about Alexander that comes down to the church every now and again. I'm talking about Alexander the coppersmith. Watch him. Because he did me much evil. Alexander was a man tonight who presented great problems and opposition for the Apostle Paul. Paul writes concerning a man. It's interesting in 1 Timothy. Paul writes concerning a man by the name of Alexander who he had to turn over to Satan because his life became shipwrecked. I am convinced tonight, you don't have to agree with this, but I am convinced tonight that Paul is bringing this man back to Timothy's attention because he proved to be a thorn in the side of the Apostle Paul and he would prove to be a thorn in the side of Timothy tonight. Amen. If that is the same Alexander, then Paul is writing about him and he does not fail to warn Timothy concerning this man tonight. Amen. Why why do people uh, forsake the ministry? Why do they forsake uh, the man of God? Why do they forsake uh, the church? Listen, here is what the Word of God tells us tonight in verse number 14. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works of whom be thou where also, watch this, for he hath greatly withstood our words. He hath greatly withstood our words. Can I tell you tonight, if you oppose the word of God, you are opposing the work of God. Make no mistake about that tonight. Amen. Well, I don't like what the preacher said. Listen, if it comes from the Word of God, we don't have a choice in the matter tonight. Amen. We're not talking about opinion. We're not talking about man's philosophy. But we're talking about a man of God getting up full of the Holy Ghost of God preaching that book, Thus saith the Lord. Listen, the reason that we have a problem with that tonight is because we have a heart problem. We oppose the Word of God and we oppose the work 
of God. But rest assured, when we stand before Christ, we will be answering to a higher authority than the preacher. We will be answering to a higher authority than the, the man of God or the church. We will be answering to God and Christ Himself. He withstood the words of God. Number three tonight. Demas forsook Paul for the world. Alexander forsook Paul because of his words. But then thirdly tonight, consider this. Notice the brethren. The brethren forsook Paul. Why did they forsake him? Look in verse number 16. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. That word all in the Greek, you know what it means? It means all tonight. Amen? He said, all men forsook me. Who does that mean? That means everybody that ran with Paul. Everybody that was a companion to him. They forsook the apostle Paul. Why? Because no man was able to stand with Paul. Why? Because of his ways. You remember what happened in the book of Galatians, how Paul had to call Peter out and Paul had to set some things straight with the apostle Peter. See, the Jews were coming around and he was eating with the Gentiles and fellowshipping with the Gentile. But when those high-profile Jews came along, probably James and some of the other apostles, when they came around, uh, Peter, uh, you know, he kind of shunned those Gentiles and he was mistreating them. And Paul had to let him understand that the great... The grace of God brought Jew and Gentile together. The grace of God, the gospel of God is a message to all people tonight. Amen. And listen to me. There were some people that ran with Paul. They just could not stand his ways. They could not stand his ways. There are going to be some people tonight. They, they don't understand your ways. Say, so what do I mean? But what, what do we mean by that tonight? Listen, there are some people that are going to leave you and they're going to forsake you simply because of misunderstandings. They can't figure out why you do the things that you do. They can't understand why you don't want to do the things that they do. They can't understand why do you dress like that? Why do you talk like that? Why don't you watch this like the rest of us do? And they just don't sit, they don't understand that. And listen, some people are going to leave because of misunderstandings. You may have misunderstandings with the brethren. You may have misunderstandings with your extended family who thinks that you're just a little bit overboard and you're just a little bit fanatical in this thing of serving God but listen at the end of the day we've got to ask ourselves who are we serving tonight are we serving them and their opinions or are we serving him tonight amen some people now don't let this blow your head up tonight we have to fight pride but understand this that there are some people that are going to leave you because of your depth of devotion to the Lord because this is not a centerpiece to the coffee table and a dust collector in your life and you actually read it and try to take it and apply it to your life there are some people that will look at you like you're half crazy and they're going, that, that's just too extreme for them that's just too much for them listen I'll, I'll go down to the house of God for a night of revival and hear the guest preacher but every night are you crazy I've got work in the morning I've got a life I've got things to do and there are some people that are going to leave you and forsake you because of your depth of devotion. I remember shortly after I got saved, 
Um, I did the normal things that a, that a young man does and had some friends that did the same thing. But the Lord began to work in my heart and my life, and, and I didn't ever have to say nothing to them. I didn't go to them and say, you ought to not be doing that. You ought to not uh, live that way. You ought to not talk that way. You ought to not do those things. I, I just stopped doing those things to the best of my ability, by faith, made an attempt to clean my life up by the power of the Word of God and through the leadership of the Spirit of God. And you know what happened? I didn't have to leave them. They left me. That's how it works tonight. That, that, that's how it, it, it happens. There are some people that God will take out of your life. And there are some things that God will take out of your life. And sadly, there are some people that you love and that you care about. And even in some ways you're devoted to. But if they go, let them leave tonight. Because I promise you this, in your service for the Lord, what you think that you can't live without and what you think that you have to hold on to tonight. Can I tell you that there is a God in heaven who will reward you for your faithfulness. He will reward you for your service tonight. And that thing or that individual, whatever that, that, that it possession is that you're holding on to tonight and God is speaking to your heart about that thing, to surrender everything, just let Go, because whatever leaves your life, I promise you this, that whatever God replaces that with is far, far greater than anything that you could ever come up with in your own ability tonight. Amen. Some people will leave you because of your depth of devotion. But then notice this tonight. Paul gives this list of characters he gives these things that have happened. He warns Timothy concerning this. And he says in verse number 16, At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of a lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly calling to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. The point being is tonight, if you'll get serious about serving God and if you'll get serious as far as God is concerned, listen, God will get serious as far as you are concerned tonight. What did the Bible tell us? If we draw nigh unto God, then he'll draw nigh unto us. You know how much God I have tonight? As much as I want. You know how much I serve Him tonight? As much as I want to. You know how much of this book that I know tonight? As much as I want to. Amen. As, as much as I want to expose myself to. There's been too many times in my life, and probably in yours tonight, that we try to blame our lack of devotion on everything else but the person in the mirror and their condition of heart tonight. Amen. But Paul tells us this, that even though these individuals had forsaken him, he said that the Lord stood with me. You know what he's referencing? He's referencing there in Acts chapter number 27 
where they were there, Uruclide, and that great storm came in. And uh, that, that, I mean, it was just tempestuous wind. And everybody thought they were going to die. And listen, Paul said, look, I, I told y'all not to do this, but I'm glad tonight that when nobody wanted to listen and nobody wanted to heed the instruction of the man of God, listen, God didn't throw him out. The Lord stood with him that night. And I'm glad in the midst of the storms and in the midnight hour, I'm glad that when you're on your last leg and at the end of your road and there's no hope and no promise of hope, I'm glad there is a God who will stand by His own tonight. Here's what He said. He said, only Luke is with me in verse number 11. I'm glad tonight that the Lord will stand by His people. But it's good every once in a while to have some more of God's people that will stand with you. That will lock arms with you and be co-laborers together. Hey, I'm glad not everybody's going contemporary tonight. Amen. Not everybody's going liberal. Not everybody's leaving. Amen. I thank God for what He has done at this place and what He is doing and what He's going to do. Amen. He's used this church to bless my life and to help me. Thank God for the man of God tonight. Amen. Thank God for the people of God being willing to worship. You know, we've got, we've got a bunch of Lukes, amen, that are standing together and standing with the man of God tonight. Amen. When we consider this and we think about this, in closing, Luke was standing with Paul and he was valued because their friendship, number one, was personal. Personal. He said, only Luke is with me. When all others forsook him, Luke was there. You know what I'd like to determine in my heart tonight? I'd like to determine to be a Luke to the man of God. I'd like to, be, I'd like to determine to be a Luke to those that are struggling. I'd like to determine to be a Luke to those that are so often overlooked in the church. Be a Luke tonight. It was personal. Then secondly, it was practical. Simply his name, only Luke is with me. Paul mentioned him by name like he did everybody else. Luke gave of himself. He was devoted not only to the man, but he was devoted to the ministry and the mission tonight. In a, in a world of laziness, in a world of compromise, may God help us to be more devoted. It was personal. It was practical. It was present. He said, Luke is with me. What a blessing it is in this present moment to look around. And brother, I can, I can just point some people out who have been a blessing to me down through the years. And they're still a blessing. Amen. Hadn't changed. Hadn't, hadn't gone away from everything that they said they believed. But they're presently in this moment a blessing. But then he said this. He said, Luke is with me. Serving God is a partnership tonight. Amen. Brother Gravely can't build this church on his own. Amen. Church can't function without a pastor. And uh, God gives us togetherness. He gives a partnership. Amen. He gives a, a church a shepherd and he brings sheep. Amen. And what a great relationship and what great cooperation we see in the church when we all work together through the leadership of the Lord under the authority of the Word of God. I want to encourage you tonight. In a world of Demases, in a world of, of Alexanders, in a world of those that would forsake the church and forsake the man of God and forsake Christ, 
would you be a Luke tonight? Amen. Let's stand together as they come with a song. Whatever they see fit to do with the invitation, maybe the Lord's touched your heart. Would you come and pray tonight? Respond as the Lord leads you this evening.